Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me okay? Yeah? Okay, awesome. So we were actually here last year, I want to say October. Um, so I've met some of you before. Um, I actually was not the presenter last year. I just realized that one of our apprentices at the time is the one that did the service. You actually get to hear from someone different. Um, was any Were any of you here last year when we came? Okay, so there are a few new people. Okay, awesome. So some of what I'm saying um, is going to be repeated um, for the people that obviously haven't really heard from us, but I also want to give you some updates since last year. <laughs> um, so for those of you who are not familiar with Bloom, Bloom is part of Teen Challenge, which most of you probably know what that is because that's been around for a long time. Um, if you haven't heard of Teen Challenge, is there anyone that hasn't heard of Teen Challenge? No? Okay, so we can we can skip that. You guys already know all the facts. Awesome. So um, Bloom is part of Teen Challenge New England, New Jersey. Um, we are under the Teen Challenge umbrella. However, we are slightly different. Um, all of the other centers in New England are for me adult men and women. So we are the only adolescent program right now um, in New England, and we serve girls ages 12 to 17. They are with us actually only for three to five months. The men and women's centers are a year and beyond. So for our girls, we feel like as teenagers, that's a long time to be away from your family. Um, it's a vital season in their life where they really, um, those relationships with their family need to be restored. So they need to be part of their lives. They need to be in their homes. Um, the... The Bloom Home actually opened in January of 2017. I know I mentioned that last year. And I don't know how many graduates we were up to at that point, but we have had 42 um, as of a few months ago. Um, in the middle of COVID, a lot of the girls um, actually graduated. So we've had 42 in the last three yeah, three years. Um, so next January will be four years. So God has done amazing things in the lives of those families. Um, 42 of them, we've had girls come back as apprentices, graduates um, come back as apprentices. They've come back to serve um, the girls' home church um, in onset. So we've just seen um, some miraculous things um, come through this girl's time in, at Bloom. Um, we actually have one of our graduates here today as an apprentice. She's coming and serving for uh, six months. She did a weekend apprenticeship last fall, which some of you, I think she spoke last year, so you'll get to see her again. She's here um, for six months this time, and then we actually have another graduate of um, the home in Arizona that we were originally modeled after, um, and she is a graduate, a 10-year graduate. So you guys get to see, um, you can talk to her a little bit out there if you'd like, but you get to see the long-term effects of what these programs are doing in the lives of these girls and their families, and she is here to serve um, for six months as well. So God is faithful. Um, I want to introduce to you um, Riley here in a minute. She's one of our students we are going to um, share different areas of the classroom. Again, some of this is repeated for some of you, but um, for those of you who don't know, the Bloom program has three areas that we really focus on. So we have the head, the heart, and the hands. Um, that's our, <laughs> our easy way to explain it. So the head is the classroom. So during the girls stay there, and even the men and women, they are in the classroom. They are learning God's word. These girls don't do traditional academics because we only have three to five months with them. So they really are focused on the word. They're, they're in the word daily. They're doing teen challenge curriculum, which is all Bible-based, but it's like attitudes, anger, um, relationships with other people, love and accepting myself, things that all of us need to work on, let's be honest. <laughs> um, 
and they're learning the fruit of the spirit and things like that. So they are they are really given the chance to wrestle, wrestle with the word of God. I don't know um, how many girls will come in knowing all the Bible stories. Most of these girls are churched, so they could tell you all the Bible stories, but are they really applying it? Are they really applying the word? The majority of them, actually all of them, are claiming their parents' faith. They go to youth group because their parents go and they want to go see their friends, but they don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. So in the classroom, they're given the opportunity to really wrestle with that, wrestle with um, who God is to them, wrestle with the, their, the idea that they need a Savior, that all of us need a Savior. So they're able to to really dig into the Word and to ask questions and to really spend time with the Lord um, on a personal level. They're not, it's not a traditional classroom. They aren't all taught at once. They are working at their own pace, one-on-one with the Lord. And, and then outside of the classroom, they do some traditional academics like um, physical education, nutrition, budgeting, a few of those things that get them some school credit. They are enrolled with a homeschool extension. I don't know how many of you are familiar with a New Testament Christian school in Cedarville, but that is the school that they are, we're partnered with. So they are able to get some school credit so they're not missing um, school while they're with us. We don't ever want to hold them back. We do our best to get them the most credits that they can get um, during their time with us. So I'm going to actually have Riley, one of our students, come up and share her story and share a little bit about why the classroom means so much to her and why it's important to the, bro- to the Bloom program. Hi, my name is Riley, and I'm 13. When I was younger, I was bullied for not always having the best image. It made me feel rejected. I didn't know my dad when I was younger and it made me feel rejected even more. All this rejection made me feel useless and depressed. My depression was self-harm and trying to end my life. I realize now that I'm in bloom that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made by God and that I don't need to be accepted by people because I'm accepted by God. Um, The classroom in Bloom has impacted my life so much. It's taught me about forgiveness, my attitude, and temptation. When I get out of Bloom, I'm willing to continue to learn about God and continue to grow a relationship with my family. Thank you. So the second area of our program is the heart, which is the counseling. So we have a biblical mentor on staff who does family counseling as well as individual mentoring with the girls. So we believe that the parents are just as enrolled in the program. They're obviously at home, but they need to be just as enrolled. It's not a summer camp where you're just dropping your daughter off and and leaving her um, for three to five months. Like, they are just as enrolled. These parents need to be involved. They need to do um, their counseling work. They have homework. They have assignments. They have books to read. They need to participate because those family relationships need to be restored in order for these girls to be successful at home. So the biblical mentor works on um, family counseling with these parents and their girls. And they also, um, the biblical mentor and the director do parent workshops with these parents. Um, I believe there's three. It's a three-part series where they, they come and participate in this workshop. And God teaches them so much. And there's so much revelation that takes place and restoration um, during those workshops. 
And then we also have a state licensed drug and alcohol counselor who does group and individual counseling with these girls. So um, all of the counseling and mentoring is all based on God's word. It is rooted in God's word. It's um, it's pulling out or uprooting the lies that these girls have been believing that the world has told them. And it's throwing back truth at them. Um, after plucking all of that out, then they can receive the truth um, again and have that personal relationship with the Lord. So that's really where the counseling comes in is, is really working on the heart. Um, our hearts are very prideful. Um, our hearts are a lot of things, but um, God is faithful to restore those hearts and of the girls. And we are just very grateful for the time that they have in the, in the counseling. Um, I don't have a girl to share <laughs> about counseling today, um, but that is a huge part of our, um, of our t- their time in the program. And then the last part is the hand. So we all know that we are supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, the 24-7 direct care are um, the hands and feet during the day and even at nighttime. So how many of you um, know Miss Lorelai? She goes, she goes to this church. So she's actually, um, she's one of our direct care staff. So this um, was her job. So the girls are watched 24-7. Even when they are asleep, these house parents are awake. Miss um, Lorelai did that when she first started, was, was watching them while they sleep. Uh, it sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> so they're all in a dorm, and the house parents are there. They're praying over them. They're available if they wake up with a nightmare, if they need prayer, if they can't sleep, if they want to run away, if they're just not feeling well, they need to go to the bathroom, whatever it is during nighttime. They're there, available to them. And, you know, we know that the enemy likes to attack at nighttime when people are sleeping. So they are praying and just saturating that room with prayer so that these girls can sleep peacefully. And then during the day, the house parents are keeping them on a schedule. They're, you know, waking them up, making sure they make their bed and have good hygiene. They're um, giving them their medicine if they have it. Uh, doing devotions with them, breakfast, go to the classroom. They keep them on the schedule. And then they're also holding them accountable to various areas that we all need to work on, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a daily challenge to walk out the fruit. So they are challenging them and the fruit of the Spirit and attitudes, relationships, personal responsibility, things that, are, again, are going to help them walk this out when they leave. Because we all know what the Bible says. We know what to do. But how to do it can be tricky. <laughs> and so these women are there to really just show them what godly women look like and how to walk it out and being that role model to them. So they um, are there to not only keep them safe, but to love on them, show them the love of Jesus, and help them walk out what they're learning in the classroom and the counseling. Uh, Excuse me. So I'm going to have Sadie come up, uh, again, one of our students, and share about um, the direct care and her own personal story. Um, Hi, I'm Sadie, and I'm 16. Um, So growing up, I didn't really have my dad around that much. It kind of hurt me a lot. I lost that father figure. And then um, I had lost my innocence when I was in third grade. Um, going into high school, I kind of got mixed up with the wrong, wrong crowd. Um, I started getting into drugs and alcohol and became promiscuous. Um, and then my mom sent me to Bloom. And when I first went into Bloom, I wanted nothing to do with Jesus. Um, but I quickly became saved. Um, and, you know, Bloom has taught me a lot about God and how I am a child of God and how, you know, he knows me and he knows every thought in my, in my mind and my heart. Um, 
and he loves me <laughs> no matter what I do. Um, and I just, um, when I went into Bloom, I thought direct care really helped me because the houseparents were always there to help me when I was going through something. Um, they were always there if I needed a prayer in the middle of the night or if I was going through something rough and I didn't know how to process it, they'd be there when I couldn't talk to a counselor. Um, and so it really impacted me the most. Thank you. Um, so neither of those girls mentioned it, but um, the third testimony is actually going to mention the majority of the girls that come through this program have been to other programs before us. Um, we get calls every single day in the office with parent, desperate parents and grandparents, guardians that are, are desperate for help for their daughters, granddaughters, um, youth group girls. I mean, anybody um, can really call in and, you know, the, most of them have tried other programs. The average is about five programs before coming to Bloom. And um, so it, it's just, it's heartbreaking to, to hear how many different programs they've gone to. And it's heartbreaking to hear that these parents continue to, to spend money um, for programs that, that don't work because they're not introducing them to Jesus. And so w we believe that Bloom is successful because we have the Lord and we teach them um, who Jesus is and we teach them about um, having a relationship with the Lord. It's something that is not forced upon these girls um, or even in the men and women's centers. It's an opportunity that's given to them. We give them all of the information they need to know about their sinful nature and about their Savior and then they can make a decision and every last one of them chooses him um, by the grace of God. But um, you know, some take longer than others, but they they understand their need for a Savior, and they end up choosing him. So it's it's something that we, we give them that choice. Um, it's really up to them whether or not they want a relationship with him. Um, but I do want to mention, <laughs> I mentioned all the money that they spend. Um, we do have an opportunity, actually you guys have an opportunity to partner with us in that. You know, these parents, um, the actual cost of the program is more than what we even ask parents to pay. Um, to put one girl through the program for three to five months is $40,000 total um, for the three to five months just for one girl. Um, again, you think of the all of the hours that we have to pay the staff 24-7. Um, They're always cared for. Um, excuse me. And then we have, obviously, all their food. We have their curriculum. We have their uniforms. We have all the bills of the home itself. Um, so it's actually 40000 but we don't ask parents to pay that. We as Bloom promise to raise half of that for every single girl that comes to the program. So our current price right now is 20000 that we ask of parents. But that's, again, where you guys come in. The parents and their community members are responsible for that 20 because insurance doesn't accept us. But the other 20 that we're fundraising is where the churches come in. With you guys, mo monthly so um, sponsorship of churches, of individuals, of businesses, um, that's where we can raise the other 20, the events that we have. Obviously, with COVID, that has been nearly impossible, um, but God has been so faithful. So various ways that we raise money is what covers even the tables out there. Some of you bought syrup. That covers um, the 20000 for every girl that we, we bring into Bloom to help. So um, the resident sponsorship program, um, this pamphlet is out there on our table. Um, feel free to ask Sadie about it. Um, we would love to have you guys partner with us. Again, the church already does, but as individuals, if God is calling you to do that, um, please don't hesitate to stop and get a brochure. Even if it's not today, God might be leading you to do it down the road when um, he blesses you with some extra cash, um, some 
excuse me, some of our sponsors do $30 a month or some do the annual gift of 360 um, Either way, you guys would get an incentive, um, a duffel bag or a devotional if you guys choose to sponsor one of the girls today. Um, it wouldn't be an individual girl. It would go into um, all of the girls' scholarships. So um, please prayerfully consider that. Um, when you guys give, you're not just changing these girls' lives. You're changing generations. Um, it's, you know, these girls, they're not mothers yet. Um, they're not wives yet, but they will be. And so they're, they're daughters, they're sisters, um, but you're changing generations. And, you know, because their lives get saved at Bloom, they can have children and they can be a wife someday and continue to um, do what the Lord has called them to do. I apologize. <laughs> um, I just want to also give you... I guess some updates um, and share a little bit more about the program before I let Emma speak. But um, like I said, we've had 42 graduates since last year. I don't know what the number was when we were here last time. Um, some people have asked about our time during COVID. Um, we did keep the girls with us. Um, we just felt that that was safest for them to stay with us because they're kind of already in a bubble. Um, so they were safe with us. We had seven when COVID started and five of them graduated in the first like two months of COVID. So we had two girls for like two months, um, cause we couldn't bring any more in. Um, but by the grace of God that was lifted and we now have six girls in the program. Thank you, Jesus. And we are actually at mass, max capacity at the moment. Um, if we go above six, we have to hire more staff, um, the house is set up for 10 girls, but again, we don't have the staff to be able to, to do that. So right now we're at six. Um, and it, it, it is a home. I don't know if any of you have gone on the website and looked at the pictures, but it is, it is a home. It's not a facility. It's not a hospital. So many of the girls that have gone through other programs, they'll come in expecting a facility, expecting a hospital, and they're completely blown away um, that it's not. When they walk in those doors, it is a home. It is a family. Um, you know, they have daily living. They have chores. They have, you know, it, it's like they're at home with their family, obviously. Um, <laughs> We're not their blood family, but um, so it, there's just, I believe there's a comfort in that, knowing that it is, it is a home. It's not a facility like they're in a program. They're being discipled, and they're being taught the word of God. Um, so if any of you are interested in being a part um, physically with us, we also have the small table along with the sponsorship. We have... Um, information about our pedal groups, which are different groups of men and women around the country, really, um, that want to be involved. And then we also have a little sign-up sheet. If you're interested in doing, you know, maintenance in and out of the house, or you want to start a Bible study with the girls, or you like to bake, or something that you love to do and you'd love to share that with the girls, please feel free to talk to me about it or, you know, fill out that information. Right now, we cannot have visitors because of COVID, but um, when we have the release, we definitely would love to see some of your faces. Again, we are not that far. Um, can't tell you where, but <laughs> um, we're not that far. So you guys, um, we'd love to have you guys again, men and women who want to come and serve. Men, you're a little bit um, more restricted, but we have some opportunities for you guys if you would like um, to be part of our ministry. And first and foremost, we just appreciate your prayer. Even if that's the only thing that you're able to do, we are so grateful because we know that this ministry would not have happened if it weren't for um, the prayer of his, his faithful people. And because of that, we were able to help 42 families um, and their daughters. So I'm going to have Emma come up. Um, she is the, one of the six-month apprentice, apprentices, 
And again, I believe you saw her last year when she was doing a weekend apprenticeship. Hi, uh, my name is Emma. I'm a Bloom graduate, and I'm now um, a Bloom apprentice as well. <laughs> um, so I grew up in a Christian family, but I never really had the faith um, that my parents had. I only really ever went to um, church and youth group just to hang out with my friends. Um, I'd always been an introvert, so school was very hard for me, and it was especially difficult in high school. Um, when 10th grade came, my stomach started to really hurt, and the doctors had no idea why. Um, uh, my mom kept saying that um, I needed to reach out to God, um, but I had lost hope at that point. Um, it took the doctors about six months to figure out that I had stomach ulcers due to intense anxiety. So after my physical pain was gone, my emotional pain was still there. Um, 11th grade came, and I missed about... Um, half of my school year due to being in six psychiatric hospitals for depression and anxiety. Um, I always struggled with my self-image. I got acne at a young age, and I never really liked the way um, I looked, and this led to my self-harm addiction. Twelfth um, grade came, and I was only there for about two weeks until I walked through the doors of Bloom. Um, I had been in many programs before, so I thought... If I could put on a face, I'd be out there as, out of there as soon as possible. Um, but I quickly found out that doesn't work. <laughs> um, while I was Bloom, I learned that I am no longer defined by the labels the world puts on me. Um, I don't have to describe myself as depressed or anxious or suicidal, but I'm a child of God. I'm saved by his grace, and I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Um, so fast forward two years, and I'm now back as a six-month apprentice. Um, during those two years, I uh, went back to school, and I can now proudly say that not only am I a Bloom graduate, but I'm a high school graduate as well. <laughs> um, so my apprenticeship um, has been very life-changing for me. Um, while I've been here, God has definitely been teaching me on how to be a godly leader and just working on my confidence. Um, it's been challenging at times, but I know that God has called me here for a reason. I've also found that not only am I ministering to the girls, but they're ministering to me as well. Um, and so that's been like very impactful um, to me, and um, I know God has a lot um, in plan for my future. Um, I definitely feel like I'm called to ministry, um, especially working with young teens, and so I'm excited to see what God has for my future. Um, but all of this wouldn't have been possible without prayer, a prayer for my family, my friends, people I didn't know. Um, prayer is so powerful, and um, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about our prayer cards. Um, so have any of you seen these before? <laughs> no, well, um, these are our prayer cards. Um, so what we have on the right side is where you would put your name, your address, uh, your phone number, just information so we can um, stay in contact with you. We can um, send you monthly newsletters and um, testimonies, upcoming events. And then on the left side is where you would fill out your prayer requests. And you can fill it with anything. It can be um, something you need. It could be family members, addiction, um, 
anything you need prayer for, you can put it down. And this is very important for us because it's a way for us to give back. Um, we pray uh, over these prayer cards every Thursday. And um, if you do fill one of these out, you can get them at the back table. Um, you can either fill them out and give them to me, or you can also take them home and send them in. So thank you. So there's a couple things that Emma touched on. Um, you know, she mentioned anxiety and depression. You know, I think, this is my opinion, but I think that when we think of Teen Challenge, you know, we think of drugs and alcohol and gangs, which is what it was originally created for. Um, it's, and again, most of the centers are adults, um, even though it was originally created for teens. Uh, but these girls, it's, it's more than that. You know, it's, it's really any life-controlling issue. And adults, too, there's other things that they're struggling with. Sometimes there's trouble, trouble with the law or, um, you know, things on the streets that they're getting in trouble for. But, um, you know, these girls, it, it's more than just drugs and alcohol. They are anxious. They're depressed. I mean, every last one of them come in with that. They come in with labels like ADHD, ADD. Um, they are... Um, self-harming, they are um, isolating themselves, they're running away, they're skipping school, they are um, violent with their family members, they are um, getting in trouble at school, they are anything that you can think of, we have seen it. Um, or they lost a, a family member and they don't know how to grieve. You know, some of these girls, their parents are addicts, so they're being raised by their grandparents. There's, there's, there's just so many things. We have seen it all, but God is <laughs> the God of restoration of every single one of those things that bring these girls into the program. And Emma also mentioned graduation. You know, this year in 2020, I believe there was around 10 graduates of the 42 there was around 10 graduate graduates of high school just this year and to think that all of them did the COVID uh the COVID-19 um senior year it's it's interesting interesting to me that that's the year that we had so many but but God is just so faithful it brought me to tears when I was counseling um counting all of those girls um just thinking about these girls may have not graduated if they hadn't come to bloom, if God wouldn't have interrupted their lives, and I mean an interruption, they were, <laughs> they're not happy about it. God, if, if he wouldn't have interrupted their lives and brought them to bloom and saved their lives, would they have graduated? Would we have seen, you know, 10 plus graduates, um, you know, walk across the stage or however they did the graduations this year if they wouldn't have come to bloom? So I'm just, I'm grateful. Um, I was the teacher at one point. So having seen some of these girls, Emma included, seen them in the classroom, seen their hard work. Um, some of them never, they weren't going to school. And so they had to figure out a new way of learning. And they were able to do that at bloom. And then to see them go and graduate and have an accomplishment and graduating bloom, graduating high school, um, there's just so many victories, and so we're really proud um, of all of our graduates this year um, and really amazed at how many there are <laughs> and how God just radically changed their hearts um, and their lives and gave them a second chance. Um, so you're actually going to get to see five out of the six girls. Um, they're going to come do a human video for you um, called Priceless, and um, we, we picked this because of what it says, and um, the truth, there's just so much truth in in this song, so really listen to the words. They might be up on the screen, but um, please enjoy what the girls have prepared. <laughs>
Awesome. Well, these um, these girls actually create that themselves. It wasn't this group. It was the group the f- before them, but um, they come up with this. We um, challenge them to to figure out how to portray that message that um, the song is sharing with them. Um, and we always encourage them to to sh- express on their faces that they believe it. We we're here to give hope. You know, maybe there's somebody that you know that needs bloom. Maybe they need the men or women centers. You know, we have information at our table for all of the centers, um, but we are here to give hope first and foremost. So um, please feel free to talk to one of the three staff. If you know somebody, um, we can we can help you find something, but um, we want to give hope to people. Um, even if you don't need a program, but you just want prayer from one of us or you just needed hope in general. You needed to be introduced to Jesus, even, you know, online. Um, please, please reach out to us at the table or um, call us, go on our website. We are, we are here to help. Um, and if any of you, he mentioned offering, if any of you can't give today or want to give later, you can always go on our website or give us a call to give as well. Um, if you just Google bloom a place for girls, you will find it. We are the first, (laughs) the first one on every search engine. Um, again, thank you guys so much for having us. Thank you for having us last year and continuing to partner with, with us. We are just very grateful um, for this church and for everything that you guys do for us, our continued, your continued prayers um, throughout COVID, but just, just in general. We're just so grateful for you guys. Um, feel free to, again to visit us in the lobby. Um, we have things for sale as well as all of our informational pieces. If you guys need anything or have any questions, you can visit with the girls. They're obviously limited on what they can talk to you about, but um, you can definitely ask their name or um, just tell them that you enjoyed something. Um, We are, again, so thankful. And the prayer cards are back there as well. You can um, get them and drop them off or mail them in and come see us with any questions. Thank you guys so much. And thank you, Pastor, for having us. Such an amazing ministry happening in our own backyard. And uh, so that's where it's it's important to see God at work there. Definitely want to encourage giving and, and uh, checking out, uh, you know, speaking with the, the girls and checking out the ministry and the things that they have going on out there. Uh, we're going to switch things up a little bit. I'm going to have everybody stand like we normally do. And normally, at this moment, I pronounce a blessing over you before we leave this place. But I think today would be appropriate to pronounce a blessing over Bloom. And so this morning, I'm going to pray for them, but I don't want you just to listen to my prayer this morning. I want you to be praying your prayer over them as well. And let's just believe God will continue to provide for what they need in this season and also continue to work and shape uh, the minds of these girls as they're uh, really being fed so many lies, but now they're hearing God's truth. And God's truth will begin to transform their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So this morning, can we just, if if you feel comfortable with that, just kind of stretch your arm out toward them this morning. We're going to send them with a blessing today. Father, we thank you for the work that you're doing through this program. We thank you, Father, that they are uh, counteracting the lies of the enemy with your truth in in each and every life here. Lord, I know that you're doing a work in them. I know that you're taking them to the next step of life. And I pray, Father, that this time would be transformative, that you would transform their minds, Lord God. Help them to see your truth in their lives. Help them to see how you're at work, Lord God, even when they can't see it. And Lord, even through whatever family circumstances were, whatever the past has been, that your grace will be sufficient. Your grace will be enough to continue to bring them to that next season and that next season, and that they would continue to look to you. Father, we pray for bloom. We pray for your provision. 
that you would continue to provide the things that they need to continue this ministry. And Lord, even to expand that ministry. Lord, I'm praying right now that there would be a, they, they'd be at a place where they can hire another staff person so they can take on more girls, so they can be at max capacity at 10, Lord God. We're praying that you would just provide everything that they need to continue the work that you've called them to do. And we thank you, Lord, for them. We thank you for each and every one of these girls, which I know represent different stories and different places. And Lord, you know them by name this morning. Continue your work in them. And we thank you, Lord God, for the work that you're already beginning. We pray all of these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Make sure you stop by those tables on the way out this morning.